From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This 22- is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Nope, 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 nope. I will not sing that damn song. <laughs> and I don't think I have to do it for what we're covering today. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 238. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who can grow bigger to knock out any enemy. But according to him, if he ever reveals what body part it is, we would have to change our rating. He is Mike, also known as MFG. Smack with a big mushroom head. No. <laughs> as I try to avoid that. Okay. <laughs> but Not the enough of that noise. <laughs> Anyhow, let's just go right into it. I, I know you all love this. It is the horror films and thrillers where black people live till the end. It's a thing so rare, it's listed as an X-gene ability. Ah. It really is. All righty. Ready? Now, remember out there, you have to give uh, the, the correct answer has to include the name of the actor or actress and the name of the movie. So here we are. Eddie is one of a group of strangers partying at an abandoned insane asylum for a chance to win $1 million in this 1999 remake. One more time for the hose at home. Eddie is one of a group of strangers partying at an abandoned insane asylum for a chance to win $1 million in this 1999 remake. And you can get that answer. After the quick news. I think I am. I think this. I have the highest. Hard one. I have the highest average in this segment out of all the segments you've had. Wow. You got to change the segment. Wow. Wow. We'll get to you in a second. But our other illustrious host is the man who would get to the castle, beat Bowser, see the woman, and the woman would say, "I'm sorry, but the princess is in another castle," and he would take it all in stride. He is RT squared. We're off the tech. I mean, they're always in another castle. That's just a metaphor for life. You're never going to find your princess no, it's in a me- one place. It's a metaphor for women being out of their mind, out of their castle. Same shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> sure. Well, so much for our female audience. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day while I was cruising in outer space in my spaceship, I came across this interstellar black hole. It was kind of crazy. I you know, dove right into it because why not? It's a black hole. What else are you going to do, right? Uh, I end up in this crazy world where uh, mushrooms are ruling everything and they eat people. It's kind of crazy. And right when I was about to uh, kill the main boss, which was like this really massive mushroom that was crazy high for some reason, I don't know why, a strange thought occurred to me. It must suck to be the identical twin of a serial killer. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Right? Because think about it. Like if, If you're an identical twin of a serial killer and you're just walking down the street, and they know this guy. They'd be like, oh, my God. It's like, why is he walking down the street? Like, no, 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 no. It wasn't me. It was my twin brother. Who's going to believe that? Hey, but your twin brother shouldn't be in jail anyhow because you had the best defense. Which one was it? <laughs> oh, God. It wasn't me. It was my twin brother. He's the evil one. Look at the mustache. This just sounds like a really bad Spanish novella. <laughs> and that, that, that voice that just chimed in um, is the guy that you knew if we were talking about today's topic, we were going to invite this guy because he was practically built to discuss this movie. Yep. He's 8-bit. <laughs> <laughs> Please give it up for Ivan or what we like to affectionately call him, Mr. Koopa. Hello, everyone. I'm back. Good to be here. We get to talk about Pops. Wow. Jack Black. He's here. Jackety Blackety. Oh, he's ready. Wait. He's ready. So if you didn't look at the uh, at the um, the art of the podcast, because I know that in some of the forms you can't see the artwork. And some of the times it hasn't happened yet. Wow. You coming oh, at, I'm sorry. You're coming at some people, bro? <laughs> it's just that artist that we hired to do all the covers, man. This guy. All like, the covers? All right. Because the other part of the covers are timely. Wow. All right. It's this artist that we hired to do some of the covers. You know, he's he's just not very uh, punctual, I'll say. Suck my mushroom. In, in delivering the artwork. <laughs> Suck my mushroom. Uh, uh, on that note, this episode, we're going to discuss the movie that every gamer has said out loud, see, you can make a movie that uses the source material correctly, but does this movie do that or is it just fan service squeezed onto a big screen? That and more questions will be asked as we cover the Illuminations feature Super Mario Brothers the movie. But first, here's Mike and the quick news. And now, the quick news. 
brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. And that quick news intro was brought to you by Spit. Stupid people I talk to. <laughs> you should probably stop spitting. <laughs> I try. I try, man. It's just... Uh... Oh my gosh. They All right. Find you. See, Mike, I left the intro nice and short. It was still too long. Oh, come on. The, the longest thing was the pause. Hey. Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> but your pause was for 30 minutes. <laughs> All right. What you got there, Mike? Well, peacock feathers come in many colors, and it looks like NBC Universal is tapping into them. Universal Content Productions, also known as UCP, is a production company within Universal Studio Group, which in turn is a division of NBC Universal. All that is to tell you that UCP is exploring further into the comic book rabbit hole, but is bypassing the big two houses along its journey. In a search for a unique comic book universe, UCP has partnered with Nigeria-based Comic Republic to develop a slate of TV series based on characters from its popular Vanguard's universe. Comic Republic was founded in 2013 by Gide Martin and is an online multimedia company that focuses on the digital creation and distribution of original African comic books. Okay, I love that. Yeah. I, I love that diversity. Yeah. Here, here, I don't want to say yeah, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what comes out of it. I, I, I'm hoping that this happens and everybody doesn't go through superhero exhaustion. Right. That's my thing, that, that, that the opportunity of an African-based um, comic book company mm -hmm. gets a chance to, 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 to get their work put out there, yeah. but at a time where people are like, "Oh yeah, I'm kind of done with right. comic book heroes." So yeah. I'm hoping hopefully. they can bypass that, and, and hopefully they look at Naomi and do everything that opposite. Just do everything opposite of Naomi. Oh, the show Naomi. Yeah, that was just. We promised we would never talk about that again. <laughs> I had to talk about it once. <laughs> All right, and on another note, last but not least, in 2010, critics and audiences disemboweled the live-action Last Airbender and gave rise to hate bending. But now Avatar Studios, is in conjunction with Paramount Pictures, is set to bring fans the Avatar, the last end film, film, oh, excuse me, film that they deserve. Those in the know at Avatar Studios confirmed the animated series will return with a movie starring Aang and his crew as adults. Not much more has been revealed about the project, but the film is slated for its big screen debut in theaters on October 10th of 2025. Never been an Airbender fan. Um, what? No, no, I know it's okay. good, but I've never really watched it. It's. I know this is your house, but get out. Wow. Yeah. Just <laughs> all the way the hell out. Wait, wait, Miss Cooper, have uh, you uh, watched the Airbender? Yeah, word. I don't watch anime, man. What the hell? Okay. I thought we were out, bro. Come on. I, I know I'm a nerd. This is not my house, but get out. <laughs> I mean, all right. It was, it was a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. But, I, I mean, I, I know the series is really well written and it's got a really yeah. strong following. And I'm not an anime guy for the most part. And I love the series. It's really, really good. Really? It's, yeah, it's not anime because it's American. Well, yeah, I was about to say it is, it is made by the West. Anime inspired. How about yes. that, Ralphie? There you go. Much better. But can I keep your Crunchyroll account then? Yes. All right, cool. I feel good. Now. You may continue. All right, cool. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> upset it's called like Avatar Studios. Like, they're, yeah, they're, they're, we have like one James product. Cameron, like, We've got one product. Confusing <laughs> everyone. <laughs> There's also now a uh, role-playing Avatar game. Really? So, so you could sort of, yeah, so you can inhabit your own character in the Avatar universe. Now, when you're role-playing, do you have to, like, jump around and do all the arm movements? And Is there any other way? Nah, that's <laughs> I do it. That's how you do it. What do they call that when you, when you do that fake fighting, LARPing? Is it like LARPing? I don't know if that'd be LARPing or just... LARPing is live-action role-play. Oh, whatever. Yeah. You, you, that's, you, where, that's where the uh, L.A. comes from. Okay, but you know what I meant. I don't know. Sure. You just like destroying dreams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all your quick news? That is enough quick news. Okay, so can you repeat? What's the freaking segment again? It's the horror films and thrillers where black people live till the end. Okay, horror films where black people don't die. Got it. All right. Are you ready? Here we go. Eddie is one of a group of strangers partying at an abandoned insane asylum for a chance to win $1 million in this 1999 remake. This sounds familiar. I don't know it, but I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't. Wow, that is a great guess. It sounds wow. familiar. I don't know it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, wait. Did I win? Can you say it again? No. Come on. Get the phone out of your hand. Stop cheating. One more time. I'm not. I was texting. Somebody. Okay. Yeah, right. All right. I, I like this story. You were texting Siri. <laughs> All right. One more time for the person that's sitting about three feet from me and still didn't listen. Huh? <laughs> Eddie is one of a group of strangers partying at an abandoned insane asylum for a chance to win $1 million in this 1999 remake. The one where all the white people die. It's something like that. Yes. I knew it. 
our special guest, Mr. Kufa. I have no clue. The saddest part is I specifically picked this one because you're on, because we talked about the segment. Hold on, hold on. And you were like, I only know two movies. (laughs) I'm like. Wait a minute. I don't remember the people's names. Anaconda. No. (laughs) That was the first one you said. No. No? Okay. It is Tay Diggs. In the house on Haunted Hill. Oh, I, I said that. The name of that because it's like there's like house on. Because you were like, like when we were house? talking. You were like, wasn't there something where this black guy was sitting on this front of, at the um, on top of the house at the end? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, on the cliff, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's the one with the pencils and the. Um, yeah, exactly. It, we were talking about it that. It starts off real good. <laughs> it does, and it ends real, real bad. Stupid. I said, that. I said the one where all the white people die. Yeah, you know. Is, is that the one where the main lady, her room has the big lion door knockers on it? I. Th- now that might be um, uh, the haunting of Hill, Hill House. House. That's See, the haunting that, that's of Hill a House. problem. They came out too close to each other. Yeah, they did. Actually. I don't know which one's which. Uh, this one was better than that, and that's sad because it had the haunting of Hill House a much better um, group of actors in it. I didn't watch any of that. That stuff, was so Liam Neeson was in that one, I think. Why were they winning a million dollars? If they just stayed in this haunted insane asylum overnight. You know, white people shit. Yeah. Actually, no crazy people shit. Not even white people shit. Because there's people I know who are like, I'm going to go to a haunted house and they grab you and they touch you with knives. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> Serial <I>, killers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, I just can't, I, I can't get myself to do that. I can't get myself to watch the movies. Yeah, so we know that. Yes. So I'll transition out of that and go to our main event. Well, you know, they make adult diapers, right? Wow. Know it. <laughs> know it. He's wearing it. <laughs> That's why I look a little bit thick now. Uh, that explains it. There we go. <laughs> and on to the main course, now that we had some appetizers. And let's talk about the movie that's been sending everybody crazy, or at least if you're a gamer, you've been definitely interested, is Illumination presentation of Super Mario Brothers, the movie. And with the synopsis, is a guy who probably didn't play the game very much, but knows enough about it. To give input, Mike, also known as MFG. Plus, there's just research. Well, that's, uh, that's him, yeah. And it's actually called the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, wow. get it correct. Oh, Jesus. God, it's been driving me crazy. Jesus it's, Christ. It's been bothering you, too. I'm not oh. telling you, man. I'm telling you. Gosh. Well, why don't you just do your synopsis? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Super Mario Brothers movie is a computer animated feature based on Nintendo's long-running video game franchise. The movie was directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelenic from a script by Matthew Fogel. The character of Mario was created by Shigeru Miyamoto and was first introduced in the 1981 Donkey Kong arcade video game. Mario's fraternal twin brother, Luigi, was also created by Miyamoto, but first appeared in the game and watch game Mario Brothers in 1983. The animated feature was made on a budget of $100 million. After opening on April 5th, the film currently has a domestic and foreign box office of $448 million each, totaling nearly $900 million worldwide. Wow. The Super Mario Bros. movies, and this is where it gets interesting, has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 59% with an what? audience of 96 there you go. and an IMDb weighted average of 73 out of 100. What? Yeah. Yeah. Don't what? What? You know it. <laughs> All right. Little synopsis there. 30 years after a live action film by what can only be assumed as Atari's attempt to destroy the Nintendo franchise, uh, <laughs> a new Super Mario Brothers movie has been created. Animated Mario is joined by his treated like a bitch twin brother Luigi as they learn that if you play with your pipe long enough, you'll get sucked off <laughs> of this world and into a magical realm. You. Nasty bastards. <laughs> but because the brothers didn't get sucked off together, Mario's journey culminates in the Mushroom Kingdom while Ron Weasley Luigi splats into the Dark Lands. Befriended by the big mushroom head known as Princess Peach and a friendly micro penis looking for some a- action, the plumber from Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn is forced to fight an evil, unloved turtle in order to save Luigi, the kingdom, and even Brooklyn itself. Mamma mia, that's a one overly inflated, mildly seasoned meatball on his plate. <laughs> All right. It's starring Chris Pratt as Mario, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike, and Kevin Michael Richardson as Comic. All right. So let you have any more corrections before I do anything? No, no. We'll correct you later. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so Super Mario Brothers. Before we even get into it, let's press that spoiler button we paid so much money for. Still in debt. Warning the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. And that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of the Not So Stuffy Stush Productions. It's a me, Stush. 
That ain't stush. That's Mario. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Mario Brothers, um, the movie. This is like every gamer's dream. But let me ask you. Um, first off, it's funny because there's two things that I want to tackle. There's every single Easter egg that there's been in that movie, which we could be here for like days talking about it. Not it's me. The whole movie is just one giant Easter egg, which is its own thing. But, but <laughs> well, let me ask you: Do you think the, the 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 fact that there are so many Easter eggs does it kind of take away from? How no? <laughs> what? Could you let me finish the question? The answer is no. It doesn't take away from anything. It's just awesomeness. <laughs> awesomeness, awesomeness, with more awesomeness. All right. Mr. Cooper, I, we bring we brought you on specifically. We waited all these years to get you on. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> the movie just came out. No, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like we, we knew the minute it was going to be a Mario or a Sonic thing, you're on. That's true. Yes. So That's true. I've got to hear from you. Do you feel like this movie is oversaturated with... Um, with Easter eggs, and it kind of takes away from the plot? No, not at all. Really? I think... Um, oh, that's all the time we have for Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Anyhow, let's move on. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, because they don't put it in your face. You, if wow. you know, you know. It's one of those. If you don't, it's fine. It's just background scenery. It's yeah. fine. But now, see, now from someone that doesn't know, that's I felt good. that... The thing is, I don't know their Easter eggs, and a lot of this, it just felt like, well, you're showing me something, but it doesn't quite move with the movie well enough. Give me an example. Um, I, I don't know because I don't know all these things. It's just things that, or just like, like for instance, like things I know, I mean, yes, I know where Mario Kart's coming from, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It was good, but it, it feels like that should have been its own big segment and maybe even another movie or whatever. Like maybe they could have had like the Revenge of Bowser and like there's a, a race car scene or something that it just felt shoved in for the sake of it. It's not that it was bad. It doesn't, it's not that it doesn't make sense in the movie. It just, it was so brief in the movie that it, it felt just like what it was is a plug. It didn't feel like, wow, this was organic to the movie. It just felt like, well, we've got to put Mario Kart in there. You know? And there was things, like when I was, um, I caught a little bit of it um, right before doing the show with, uh, with my two uh, co-clowns. And you know, they, they know <laughs> the game much this. more than I do. And uh, you know, I'm like, oh, I didn't know what that was. You know, like, and it was just it was very interesting being able to see from people that know all the stuff versus me not knowing most of the stuff. And I was just like, again, it didn't, there's nothing bad. It just felt like things put in there without it needing to be in there. Yeah. You should have seen it. It was, it was quite beautiful. I was holding his hand. I was pointing everything out. <laughs> I was like, look, Mike, you, you see that right there? That's from Mario Kart 8. Okay. And you see that one? That's from Super Mario Galaxy. No, no. It was a little bit more like, I mean, if you ever heard the podcast when Ralph talks about his favorite movie, you know, he told Ralph, because in the movie, this happens. And in, this, in the movie, this happens. He did the same thing, like, well, that, well, that's Mario. And, and Mike's like, okay, okay, nice, like a parent does when they want to <laughs> talk when they talk to their kid. You got it wrong, Kat. I always talk about the book being better than the movie. Well, but you know what Everybody I mean. Everybody does. Yeah. yeah. But I'll say this. I, I can see it from both sides, because I do agree with Mike in regards to some of the significance of some of the Easter eggs. If you don't know the Easter egg, it takes away from the significance. But there's a lot of things that flowed naturally where even if you didn't know some of the connections it worked really well yeah. some of the stuff was thrown in to be squeezed right. in and i agree some of the things you're like okay well you don't have to do all that but i think after the last time the um nintendo tried to make a movie about the mario brothers <laughs> they needed to make up for a, a lot of ground <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get John Leguizamo. Was God, busy? God rest Bob that Hoskins' been great. soul. Actually, just briefly, quickly, going to the end. Watching Damn, second, you're doing a rock? Just, no, just, just watching the, the, the second contagious. time when, when they, they, they've taken the star and they're glowing and, and they make that big reveal turnaround, the, the brothers together. I'm like, if they had done live action with John Leguizamo, that would have been chef's kiss right there. I would have been like, <laughs> that would have been hilarious i would have been like now you've gone over and i'm enjoying that <laughs> anyway, let's go back there all right so, so let's talk about the beginning how they introduced mario because it's funny when you when you know about the game you know about him being a plumber i mean but depending on how far back you go like i know ivan goes pretty far back with mario he's calling I'm, me old everyone thank you <laughs> i'm calling you experienced that's what i'm calling you sure <laughs> like like wine fine wine experience or like somebody's had a lot of sex you know you're not a whore you have a lot of experience I'll take, that, I'll take it is that what you tell yourself when you look in the mirror every absolutely. morning absolutely <laughs> you're not a whore you're not a whore <laughs> <laughs> anyway what i'm saying is that um you know 
to explain how Mario, how the Marios got to this world, because it was Mario was in Donkey Kong in the video games, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Mario had the Mario Brothers. I'm sorry, no, Mario was in the Wrecking Crew game, and That's then right. and then was in the Mario Brothers game. What that reminds me, a little ding. As I meant to tell you, uh, I do have like just a few questions there, especially since I have such an experienced guy here. Shoot. I have I have trivia. Oh, it here we go. Just from like. Oh, that's not bad, too. Yeah, you ain't getting this one. <laughs> All right. Although originally unnamed in Japan and called Little Mario in Nintendo of America's sales brochure, what was Mario's name in the Donkey Kong instruction? Jumpman. Ooh, that's right. That was my easy one. That was my, that's my gimme. I knew you would get that That one. was also in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. Hey, I just wanted to let you know. Um, do you, I mean, just a little bonus off to the side. Do you know where the name came from, though, Mario? Yes, it was the landlord of their um, there you go. America headquarters. Yep. Mario Seagal. I remember his last name. He's, yes. he's, not, <laughs> important. Right. he's not important. That wasn't an extra question. That was just a little side part. Cooper, question. Cooper you did on. not have to admit that. That's a, that is just fine. But let's move on. But let's I, move I have on. more questions for later. Okay, so, so let's talk about it. So, I mean, how did you feel about the way they introduced the characters? I mean, I, I was a little disappointed that they used the footage that they used to, um, um, as the previews, as the as the coming attractions. They used that, 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 that whole clip the as trailer. it was. The trailer, sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, right off the bat, they use that, but then they go into the Mario Brothers and their business and and what they're doing on Earth before they go into into the other world. How did you feel about that introduction into the characters and how they were, you know, not exactly successful? Oh, you talking to me? Well, anybody? I was waiting for Mike to see. You're, you're the guest. See, he knows Mike always talks. Oh, there we go. That's true. Yeah, I barely like, get a word in. Right. <laughs> the lies have continued. What episode are we up to? 238, sir. 238 lies. Man, that's great. And it's like counting. episode <laughs> Well, I enjoyed it because I liked the commercial and the way they had the cape from Mario World. Mm. Yeah. And the way he was talking in the accent like it was the, the super show. Yeah. It was, it was, and you know, it's good that they weren't successful. They, they're not perfect. And it was better that way than them being good at everything. That's just, that's kind of boring, you know? All right. And also, I liked how their previous boss was Wrecking Crew, which is right. one of the Easter eggs. I love that. And how Spike is the name of the, the foreman that does follow you around who tries to stop you from doing your job, even though he's the for. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask too many questions about NES games, you know? It's, it's, but but it's, it's those Easter eggs that I enjoyed, not the ones that are like, oh, here's the Mario Kart say. I'm talking about when they went into the tunnel and then on the wall, it just said 1-2, which is the first underground stage of mm-hmm. Mario. Oh, okay. And they were underground. So it's just little things like that. Okay. That, that, that okay. They make it real A real lot good. of that attention to detail. Speaking yes. of detail, was anybody distracted by the... Mario voice being voiced by Chris Pratt. Because I know people Mike. made it, I mean, it wasn't quite the uproar that Ugly Sonic was. Yeah, Ugly I, was Sonic was say, I mean, it was a voice. I, I didn't even notice it one way or the other. It no. didn't do anything or distract me in any way, you know. Half the time I forgot that it was Chris Pratt because he, yeah. he changes his voice. Uh, I disagree. I, I, I wasn't distracted, but I, it, it just didn't feel like somebody else it felt like chris pratt it, it didn't bother me but i'm like it's chris it's chris pratt i didn't want him speaking like it's a me let's go here i that would have annoyed me right but it, it, chris pratt didn't really do much for acting well that's what i'm saying like it didn't for me it didn't bother me one way or the other but it's also i'm not invested in you know the mario but i mean i it was just fine like it wasn't so bland. I mean, it had just enough, and also you have to have to worry about offending people. So, right. you know. who's here's the question then? Yeah, you know. who would you have casted as the voice of Mario? Nobody in particular. I would have found a nobody and saved a lot of money. I, I don't understand the obsession with it has to be Chris Pratt. I'm like it could be anybody that, that needs point. a job. I'm like, well, I <laughs> I heard to the grapevine they were trying to get Black Doom, but he never called them back. Uh, he would have been good. Yeah. It would have uh, been a very different Mario. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been worse than a Super Mario Brothers movie, John Leguizamo. But I could only imagine. Listen here, Bowser. <laughs> what about you? You mobile to black. Well, remember when they showed the trailer cap when I told you, well, I'll wait and see. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't take away it, from the movie. You didn't come out and go like, that didn't sound like Mario at all. It didn't move I mean, needle so much. Chris Pratt is not, doesn't, you don't think of Mario the way, I forgot his name, the guy who plays Sonic, because he sounds like Sonic. Oh, I don't know the person that offhand. He's, he's the guy from Parks and Rec, the, the yeah. brother. The, oh, okay. Benjamin oh, something, yeah. his name is, right? Ben, Ben something. Right. He up. sounds like Sonic. Ben Dover? He still sounds like Ben Dover. Yeah, let's call him that. <laughs> That's your friend. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, he was, 
I guess they that's how they wanted it. So I'm with Mike. Why did it have to be Chris Pratt? He didn't need to. His voice didn't have to yeah. be the focal point of the movie. No. He's just the the character part that moves the yeah. plot forward. He and doesn't it, have to. And it's one of know? those things too, like. Like, I mean, the fact that it's making this much money, no offense to Chris Pratt, because at some point we'd like to have you on the show with all the other billions of, you know, famous people we have on here. Um, <laughs> Eva Mendes too, right? Yeah. Um, oh, please, can I be here? <laughs> <laughs> Once she listens to the old, the old podcast and comes on, you're not going to want to be here. Not even. Uh, ben Schwartz. Oh, okay. Thank you. But um, it's just one of those things that's like, you know, it's made money. No offense to Chris Pratt. It's not because of Chris Pratt. No. You know, I mean, granted, he's a voice talent, but any good voice actor could have done it. So it's just like... Whatever amount of money, and I don't know how much they gave him, but it's like there's lots of people that need experience. There's lots right. of people that need work. It didn't have to be him. People are going to go see this Mario movie no matter who voices it as long as the voice is appropriate. Right. You know? And I, that's especially for animated stuff, it pisses me off when they go for all the big names. I'm like, really? Don't you have any faith in your product at all that like your thing is worth people seeing versus, oh, it's voiced by someone? I have never, won- I mean, except for like maybe Kevin Conroy and he's alive, I and mean, that was just going to be Batman. I don't ever get excited with like, oh, so-and-so is voicing somebody. I mean, offhand, I can't think of anything offhand. I can't. Which one? Jack Black. Uh, eh. He could voice anybody. I mean, he's, I'm he's, like, I'm there. That's good. If I hear that Mark Hamill is voice acting somewhere, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, Princess please. Peach? Yes. I'll take it. <laughs> right there. Oh, really? Be I'll buy that for a He would be incredible. Sad human beings. Right He'd there. kill us. <laughs> Speaking of Mark Hamill, did you see, so the, the new um, Jedi game came out uh, Today, actually. Okay. And there's this funny-ass commercial where they have Mark Hamill uh, like training the, the motion capture artist, who's also the, the main character in the, in the game, mm-hmm. right? So then there's a scene later where Mark Hamill's playing the game, and the actor's telling him, like, all right, now you're going to use your force powers to, to pull that thing towards you. And Mark Hamill stops and looks at him, and he's like, really? You're going to explain the force to me? <laughs> <That's good. laughs> it was hilarious. That is funny. Um... Quick question, uh, before we move on to them actually entering the Mushroom Kingdom and all that stuff. Were you guys okay with the Mario-Luigi dynamic that they set up in the beginning? How it's like, Luigi's this big loser, and that Mario's less of a loser? Well, considering that they made him the big loser for the entire film, I mean, they they didn't just set it up, they made it the law of the film, you know. Yeah. Um, I I don't have a love for Luigi or hate, but I mean, it just, it, it felt like... At this point, they felt the way they use him in the film, when you realize how much of the film he's not even in, they don't even go back to him a lot of times. You're like, you, he's basically there only because he is in the Mario games. It just feels like, it almost feels as if, and I'm, I'm not saying I would want this for a script, it almost feels as if like, he should have heard, he should have grown up alone. His family should have been like, oh, we never told you, but you had a brother. But he disappeared one day. And then he would find him in the, Magic, the Mushroom Kingdom. It almost would have been much more sense by the way that they almost ignored Luigi for the whole film for the most part, it would have been almost better if he was looking for his brother. Oh, wow. Than, okay. than the way, and at least, again, from a, a non-player watching a film, just if it was any film, it just felt like there was no purpose to his character at this point, except for the fact that he is in the franchise. You know? All right, okay. Mr. Cooper, what do you feel? Well, that's the perspective I came here for, for people who don't know, but Luigi is a punk bitch. So he is known as the loser of the two. Oh, okay. And in a lot of, not like, not like the mainline platformers, but in the other ones like Paper Mario and stuff, he's not there. You okay. see him in the beginning and then you talk to him at the end and he doesn't come with you. But think he's, all he's, the he's work a, he did from his first appearance, he lost weight, he got taller. But, and, but, <laughs> I, but I feel like they, if this is going to branch out, I'm pretty sure that's a question that Cab has. Um, they did set it up for like the Luigi's Mansion part because they had him scared and do, doing the things that he does. Right. He's, he's okay. a scaredy cat. He's, okay. he's a scaredy cat. I, I want to bounce into something that's not related to Luigi at this point, but I do have another question. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> right. Listen to this question here. What was the original name of Jumpman's girlfriend, a.k.a. the damsel in distress, in the Donkey Kong arcade game? Madonna. No. no. Oh, Madonna was for uh, Sonic, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's... Oh. Well, I know Pauline. I don't know if there was something before that. <clears throat> yes, correct. It was eventually Pauline, but that's not what she was called in the game. Daisy, wasn't it? Lady. Lady. Oh, whoops. There that's we right. go. You got me. <laughs> hey, 
Yeah, you're one to one. That's all right. Madonna was the was the Sonic one because it was like a human girl. He was in a band before the first game came out. Some weird shit. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> but you're batting 500, one or two. That's not bad. That's, that's pretty good. 50 50. We got more to go. I'm an all star at this point. That's right. And just <laughs> FYI, uh, the name Pauline was after the then girlfriend of the Nintendo of America's warehouse manager, Don James. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of nepotism going on in that. Yeah, it sounds bit. like it. the landlord, the ex-girlfriend, shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so now we, we, I mean, you know, the Mario's and the um, enter the world of the Mushroom Kingdom, and the um, Luigi and Mario get split, and we meet um, Princess Peach for the first time. How are we feeling about um, Princess Peach's portrayal and all the fifty million different mushrooms? But of course, the Toad. Um, so I like the fact that they didn't make her the damsel in distress. I agree. You know, that's, that's very progressive. Well, that was them. never going to happen in today's world. That literally was never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but it was refreshing to see, you know? It was refreshing? Yes. Because to me, it was kind of standard. <laughs> Shh. I mean, you know Stop I mean? Stop poking holes in my argument. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, she's just standard, like, you know, um, badass girl that, not saying that she can't be competent, but it's just like, you know, it's always, oh, I'm better than the actual protagonist of the show of the yeah. movie and i'm like is we're still doing this i, I guess we're still doing this <laughs> yeah. you have it here folks mike the finance guy said that uh peach cannot be competent <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I i i'm with ralph in the sense that i guess because in all the mario games or in the beginning mario games it was about saving the princess okay. all of them it, well, except for two two she was an active player two was a Two, even though two was, was a reskin of a different. I know. I was talking with Ralph about that earlier. But <laughs> one, three, a bunch of them. She's the damsel in distress. Even Galaxy. Even even Galaxy. I mean, even Odyssey. Was she in Odyssey? Yeah. Yeah. The whole plot was like she was going to get made. part of the plot of Odyssey is in this movie. So yeah, trying to get her Odyssey. married. That's oh, where wow. you get Bowser in his wedding outfit. That's from that game. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. This guy, he knows yeah. stuff. And, and how do you feel about um, Princess Peach? I think intro? Anya did a great job. I think she, oh, yeah. she was bad. You're all in first I, name with her there? I, 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 I would love to be. She's, she's the princess. I, I called dibs first. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I came here to get Florence Pugh anyway. So <laughs> I'll give you that one. Florence yeah, Pugh, I, I really right. shouldn't have told you that she was going to be here for the podcast. I didn't mean to disappoint you to get you on. <laughs> she, she told me she just had a prior engagement. She'll try to catch the next That's one. fine. I came in to take all the Marvel women, really. <laughs> uh, you can take most of them. Take, Sil- take. Sylvie, I'll take. Take Brie Lawson. Well. Take Brie. I'll take, I'll take Brie Larson. Please take her. Who else? You taking the Contessa? Oh, uh, I'll, I'll like to take some, She-Hulk. Some, also, I'll take Contessa as well. Oh, She-Hulk. I agree with you. Tatiana Masolani. Yes, I call dibs for it. Oh, okay. Well, you That's can't be fine. Dibs That's after. Fine. After we're talking dibs. Hey, he called no, no, dibs he back when she was orphan black. <laughs> yeah, I called. Listen, me and Mike talked about her all the time. Nah, she's she's a great actress. That's she's true. a beautiful one, but she's a great actress. That's true. All right. Well, oh, go ahead. No, no. I think they played it well. Um. Yeah, she took control. She wanted to protect her kingdom, and that's... Yeah. By the way, I do have a... Like, I mean, I understand it's a game thing, so this is not an actual question. It's much more rhetorical, but it's like, is it, for the movie, they, they you know just stress out that she's just kind of there, but I'm like, well, you don't have any parents. Why are you Princess Peach? Why are you not Queen Peach? Yeah, it's It doesn't kinda, make it's any like sense. That, it's like, like, there's no family there. It, it, it's, it's kind of it's, like they were like, we, we want you to rule, but yeah, we don't want to give you that much power. You're a princess. It's always been... I think it's always... <laughs> They never really wanted you to think too hard about right. it. She's always been a prince, except for like in three. There were only kings in like three. Oh, wow. In every kingdom, you save a oh, that's king right. that's been turned into a, some sort of animal. Right. But I think that, I mean, I'm, in, I'm assuming in the game, unless they unless they did the exact same thing in the movie, but the movie, they just stressed that like she was basically found or like she's just there. So right. what I'm saying is like in, the, in a game, you're just kind of assuming, oh, her parents are somewhere or maybe they've died. But like here, you're like, oh, it's just you. Why are you the princess? No, actually, <laughs> you know? um... Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. I will break your finger if you ever touch that button again. (laughs) So, uh, not going to happen. But the parents are actually uh, very neglectful. They're off sailing in a yacht somewhere, just living their life. They're they're like, you know, just chilling with all like these little uh, toad mushroom guys, just serving them, you know, cooking up food and all that stuff. Traveling throughout the mushroom kingdom, not giving a shit. Bowser's calling them like, listen, I'm going to take over your kingdom. And they're like, oh, yeah, just do what you want. You know, it just sounds like they're eating a bunch of magic mushrooms. It sounds like a fever dream. <laughs> that too. Ah. That too. So well, just, they've basically been eating their own kingdom yes. of worshipers. 100%. If you don't, you, you, so they're like a cannibalistic king and queen. 
Yes. Murdering, like... We've gone way like Conquistadors. I don't know why he's wow. thinking so way hard about it. <laughs> you jump high, you grow big, you grow small. Koopa, now you know my pain. Oh, okay. <laughs> this has been... Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. I that's so excruciating. No one's, that, ever, that no, guy, one, no one's ever welcome. Incredible, incredible. That guy. he has a fu- he has a funny way of interrupting everything. I know, right? Everything. But it's I'm, amazing though, and, and not welcomed either. The explanations, though. Yeah, whatever. come on. Okay. But I, but out of this world. I'm going to interrupt another trivia question. Oh, here we go. Another trivia question. Okay. Oh no. Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto wanted to use what famous cartoon character as the protagonist in Donkey Kong, but failed to acquire the license? Popeye. Wow. That is excellent. Look at this guy here. I like this guy. <laughs> two for three. Two for three. Not bad. Two. That's his height? Wow. <laughs> two for three, you said? I said two. I don't know why three. I come here. This is a terrible time. <laughs> anyway, let's let's move on to actually one of the bigger um voice actors there. And I don't mean in size, but I mean in like um That sounded like a dig to me. I That's my guy. Jack Black. Okay. Did he steal the show? Yes. Yeah, Jack Black, and I've said this more than once um, on this show. He, I never liked Jack Black in the beginning. I mean, actually, never, but he did not impress me. Um, and then it just felt like his choices or his, his managers, whatever, movies just or things that did not appeal to me in Fair. the least. And in what I saw of those movies, I did not like his acting. I didn't enjoy him. And then he disappeared for a while, or at least mainstream. Are, are you bundling you know. Nacho Libre in there? Yes. How? Yeah, it's just not my time style, and I get Mute it. People love mic. it. I get it. Mute mic. But again, like, but then he disappeared for a while, and then he came back, and it's almost like I don't know what the deal was. You know, he came back, and I've loved him since. Wow. Like he has been just excellent. And I mean, I can't say what he came back first in, but as far as what I noticed him live action wise coming back in was uh, Jumanji. Goose- no, it was the Goosebumps. Oh, Goosebumps. Okay. And he was just oh, he fantastic. Was, he was great. And that's when I was like, oh my God, he's changed. It's almost like he, I don't know if he rethought his career or whatever. And I, his acting skills have just been on point every time I see him. You got to Miss Cooper. I have a question. What's that? School of Rock. It's not my thing. It's just oh, not my man. thing. It's just not my really? thing. Really? Yeah. I love School of Rock. Yeah. Which you're forgetting, right? It's it's a movie with kids, which we all know Mike loves. Mike loves kids. Got yeah, it. keeps throwing right. Riley in the closet all the time. So <laughs> kids have their place and it's usually in a hot oven. <laughs> so wait, that that was your house How with all the candy and everything? It took me so long to build a gingerbread house and those goddamn kids. <laughs> Just nibbling, nibbling at my house. You're nibbling, like a, nibbling like a mouse. You're a mixture between a witch and a Scooby villain right now, bro. <laughs> and he would have gotten away with it, too. If it wasn't for those blasted kids. That's right. That's another reason why I hate them. Every crime I try and commit. Do you know how many land scam deals I've tried? Why don't they ever go after Lex Luthor? Oh my Superman God. can't take him down. Um, he has Jolly Ranchers. That's true. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. Wow, that Luther is that the Luther you're going with? That's anyway, the one. All right, Granny's tea. Oh my goodness. Anyway, do you get a discount on all those disguises that they whip those off the face? Mask? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've got a collection. <laughs> he owns Halloween. Acme pays for it. But I definitely hold on. But Halloween story. He lives in spirit. Halloween. Bring it back. I definitely agree that Jack Black has definitely brought. Um, he made Cooper feel real. Yes. And, and, you know, and even though it was very one note in regards to his motivation, mm-hmm. like, okay, I want the princess. I want to marry her. You know, I have a, I have a crush on this woman, but it just felt between the comedic stuff between he just brought a lot to the character. Yeah. I mean, like I said, his, his motivation, like, like you said, was it's much more one note because um, a lot of the movies very much one note, but he, of all the other characters that he felt more rounded. Yeah. Everybody else kind of felt like, well, this is just what I am. Here we go. Um, you know, he had a little bit more depth. I mean, the simple fact that his Peaches song went viral on TikTok is just amazing. <laughs> you know, it's just hilarious. That is word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, but wasn't the Peaches song a little bit of a surprise for those who've seen it? Yes. Because, I mean, it's not like people have previewed the song or the song has been out. Because sometimes songs get out before the movie does. Right. Yeah. This is a song that premiered when the movie came out. Yeah. So it was a nice surprise. You're like... Yeah. And it's a very Jack Black-ish kind of a song. Right. And you want to hear something funny? So, oh, um, you're, gonna, you're gonna say something funny. This is amazing. Let's go. Yes. So, <laughs> watching the movie, I completely forgot that Jack Black was voicing uh, Koopa. Okay. Right? It wasn't until the Peaches song came on. I'm like, wait a sec. 
that voice sounds so familiar. I love this voice. That's Jack Black. Holy shit. It was a surprise that I loved right away. See, Mike, he doesn't only not pay attention to us. He doesn't pay attention to movies that he watches. So it's okay. Did you say something? You're consistent. There we go. I appreciate you. (laughs) But, I mean, I agree. I, I did. I mean... He does immerse himself in the character, and but the song is very Jack Blackish. Yeah. What about our boy? Um, because obviously, Mario and the princess have to get the cooperation of the Kongs, and I love the fact they included Donkey Kong in this movie. Not that you couldn't. I mean, like, you could have done it without Donkey Kong, but Donkey Kong is so ingrained in Mario's culture. I don't know if I like Seth Rogen. But don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, do the, don't tell me you're, you're a Seth Rogen fan. I am. Oh my gosh. He played a good Donkey Kong. He, no, no, he played it better than I thought he would. I mean, his characterization was fine enough. It was it's him just playing that, himself. It, uh, thank you. I I wrote a note to him. I said, does anyone else realize or feel that Donkey Kong was actually just Seth Rogen? Yes. Like it, it wasn't. That's what Donkey and, Kong is. But, that, but, that's, but that's the problem. Though. Like, like that, that was one of the things that just kind of annoyed me. And that's again when you choose popular people, or whatever, to do things. It's like. It's just Seth Rogen. I'm like, I'm like, you know, you didn't give Donkey Kong a character. You gave Seth Rogen an animation. <laughs> you know, there's a difference between the two. I'll say this. Seth Rogen would not have been my first choice to play Donkey Kong, but I wasn't disappointed by his performance. Who it wasn't your first horrible. Choice? Yeah. Who is the first choice? Say I don't have a first choice. Oh, okay, he don't have Say Will Ferrell and watch you get slapped. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Will Ferrell. Daniel McBride. Let me um, think about oh. it. Daniel McBride. But it wouldn't have been Seth Rogen as my first choice. Right. Would it have been Tay Diggs? I think it's Daniel. Would it have been Tay Diggs from the House on Haunted Hill? Would it have been Tay Diggs from the House on Haunted Hill? I don't even know what movie that is anymore. (laughs) Um, What what were you going to say? I was going to jump in. Dwayne Johnson. No. Please, God, no. Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) And I like The Rock in certain things, but, you know, after Shazam, let's get a break from him. That man can do everything. Uh, It's Black Adam. Whatever. Get That's it right, fair. Cap. That's fair. Get it well, right. I'm sorry. He didn't you know, want he, to be part he, of Shazam. He got me there. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's the right answer. Well, well that's the way they felt about the movie. Let me, That's get true. In, let me get in a quick trivia. Oh, no. All righty. <laughs> You're just on the spot, Mr. Cooper. All righty. Before his appearance in Mario Brothers, in which it was decided that he was a plumber because a lot of the gameplay was situated underground, what was Mario's original arcade game profession? Construction worker. I'll, I'll accept that. He was a carpenter, but yes. I'll I was going to say yeah. carpenter, but I was like, yeah, that sounds like Jesus. No, but a lot of people, <laughs> like, lot of people forget that like, he wasn't a plumber like a, in Donkey Kong. No, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> that's You know, oddly enough, of all the things that they threw in there, I oddly enough wished it's just for one point, like when he was battling Donkey Kong, I wanted him to get a flaming... Uh, hammer? Hammer. Like, I, I mean, just... Just out of reference, I mean, you throwing everything else at me. I'm like, just at least with one of the, you know, like somehow he reached and got one and break one of the barrels that were thrown at him. I was like, it's kind of a gimme at this point. That would have <laughs> taken know? it way too far. No. Wait, that, that would have been it? That would have been way too that far. Way too far. Yes. <laughs> it's over, it's over the line. Over the line. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's right. I have a question for you. Yes. Did you, were you confused when you turned into a cat? No, I mean, because I've never seen I, a lot of that stuff. I've seen just on like commercials or box stuff. So, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know what it's happening, but I've like like when he did the raccoon with the flying tail. I remember right. that in a commercial uh, for whichever or whatever he's supposed to be. What it's is not, he? It's not a raccoon. What it's is, not. What is he? Well, Tell him, bro. I forget the name. It starts with a T. It's a tanuki. There you go. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there we go. Uh, yeah. But whatever he was flying around, I just remember the commercial. Like they were like whatever game it's from. Like that, and you see it like fly mm-hmm. into the the front. Again, no reference. I just remember, and I've seen the the cat thing, but I didn't know what it was about. To me, it was like he's wearing pajamas. I thought he was going. I thought he was a furry. And, <laughs> and I, thought, I thought the game was taking a very adult direction at this point. See, <laughs> this is why I think this movie is like safe and the right time for it because most people know the references, whether you played it or not, as you just showed them, and then they just played it safe. It's like that's just so stuff people know. Save the princess, save the kingdom, whatever. Right. Go straight. Yo, but Ivan, safe, safe in a bad way or safe in a good way? Like I was, I'm pretty sure I was talking to you. Like I had to, when you said, oh, we're going to make, I was like, I got to remember what happened. Because yeah, it, you're it, talking it's, to me. Yeah. it's so safe that you don't even, it's just get from A to B with no like, twi- and there's and like no twist, which is nothing wrong with it. Because it's, it is for kids. Like the movie is for children and then for people who understand the references, which is me. Right. But everything <laughs> else, like for, just to watch it as a movie, like it's just. It's yeah. just a straight line. Like, that's never a little of my problem. Again, yeah. I'm not looking for it to be, you know, uh, uh, Citizen Kane. I mean, for God's sakes, you know. But I did feel like they could have just, if they, not much. I'm not saying it had to be sophisticated, but they could have j- jacked the movie up just a touch. You know, like, it didn't have to be quite so basic. And I think, and that's kind of the other thing, too. For me, I think I felt like 
them trying to throw in so much because of all the Easter eggs that took away from them trying to just give me a little extra story. Like, like the thing is, I mean, granted, you don't know what a movie's going to do, but I, I can't believe they thought the movie would do so badly that they thought that we've got to put most of the big things in now. It's like, because now to me, if there's a sequel, and I'm sure there will be with all the money they're making, I'm going to, I mean, not that it's going to stop me from seeing the movie, but I'm not probably going to know anything that they're going to throw in there at this point. I mean, they've thrown in almost most of the popular, even if you don't play the games, knowledge level stuff at this point. Again, remember, from no, a non-game player, about, again, for, no, for no, gamers, no. they've got tons of stuff I, for I'm you saying guys. They yeah. just scratched the surface. There's, yeah. so much, there's so much they did not include, mm-hmm. and they still could add. I'm not saying that you're, that you're wrong, Mike. I'm just saying that there is still stuff in the tank that they have that is still um, very general audience friendly and that they could right. put in there. Will it be interesting and will it still have the same hit? Not sure. Because right. it depends on how you present it and what the story you write. That's very true. Yeah. Well, now that I got you, Ralph, Cap, um, which way are you think they're going to go now? Now that they saw how much it makes, they don't have to be as safe in the second one. Oh, they're definitely going to introduce Yoshi in the next one. Oh, well, yeah, it was, well, yeah, it was that, part oh, of the... But season. I mean, you, you can introduce another princess, you can, you can or, or, or Wario and, and, and Waluigi. Don't do that to me. Well, don't yes. do that to my Wait, wait, mom. yes! War, Wario with Shadow. Why not? Wario and Shadow. Wario's favorite character. Wario's favorite character. It's going to be Wario and Shadow. <laughs> no, 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 no. While riding a shadow. <laughs> Mr. Miyamoto, if you're listening, please do not talk to that little emo hedgehog. <laughs> throw him in the, that's why you didn't put him in Smash in the past three Smashes, because nobody cares. Wow. Sucks. Shadow sucks. He has a gun. You know, you don't you don't put guns in your games, Mr. Miyamoto. Thank you. Uh, just a shout out to Shadow's agent. He was supposed to be on our next show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cooper does not speak for uh, Meanwhile 22. <laughs> Um, let me ask you, I mean, because like like Mr. Cooper said, the movie does move from A to B. And I hear what Mike's saying about that's kind of what takes away from it being more fun is that it's a little bit too simplistic in plot, even if it's made for kids. I mean, maybe we want well, people. Also, it's not literally made for kids. I mean, it's made for kids to enjoy, but they know the population that's watching it are people that are pretty much over 20 and probably like 20 to 40. Maybe even a little bit long, yeah, uh, maybe say, 45-ish or something yeah, like that. I was like, Wait, cause, I, yeah, because you figured Donkey Kong himself came out 32 years ago. So, yeah, definitely over 40. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, you know, and that's why I just said it they could have raised the story just a bit. You know? Okay. Um, was there, what was your, the moment in that movie where you were like, oh, shit, they did that? Because there's a couple of times where they included something or said something or, or showed something, and you're like, oh, wow. Like, when they had, when, when Koopa chases mario or, or at least i'm sorry the, the the pipe brings them all back to um brooklyn and koopa throws mario into the pizzeria and it's a punch out pizzeria did i want that no but i was very surprised with it they included punch out too wow okay um can we call him bowser so yeah. that i not confuse him with mr cooper sorry here. see i'm i'm old school yeah <laughs> i'm old school. was I'm bowser's talking. name originally cooper he was just called King Koopa. King Koopa. Oh, okay. And then it, then and it was Bowser. Because oh, okay. the, the Koopas are the right. true. Yeah, the I know that's the main, but I didn't know. I just assumed his name was always Bowser. The, the, original, okay. the original, that's a uh, yeah. question for you, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, so you. what was the question? What was, what was the, see? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for another show for MFG Mike the Fan. Okay. <laughs> no, I was saying, what was the, was there any part of the movie that was like, whole snap, like you can't believe they included that, or that you can't believe that was the Easter egg because they did a lot of a lot of fan service, a lot. Oh, the antique shop that was the like, oh, the when best they were thing. in and walking when Toad was walking Mario through through the Mushroom Kingdom, yeah, just to see like all the different little eight bit um, Easter eggs that they had there with the whistle and and the hammer, and you even saw the the feather, the super feather that gives them the cape. That was that was great. I, that was that. Okay. I was like, oh my god, yeah, look at, look at that. This is my childhood right there. <laughs> That was good. Mr. Gooba? Oh, I could be here for a while. <laughs> pick just, one. Just for, well, I'm going to just pick a few. I'm okay. going to run through them quick. Just, you know, go for it. Go for it. Maybe it'll give Mike some knowledge. Um, <laughs> the one that I told you, Cap, Mike, that um, Luigi's ringtone is the GameCube okay. logo screen. Mm, that had me smiling. Here that's here. right. Just the, there's little touches, like the first, when him and DK get together and he starts running and he puts his arms out. That's right. when he gets P-Speed in Mario 3. Oh, that had okay. me smiling from ear to ear. And then there was... um. So it was, and did, then, wait, did you call it P-Speed? That's what yeah. it's called. Oh. Because it's it's like I mean, a, I've, it, I've had to move quickly when I've had the P. Yeah, it's called the power meter. But oh, it's, oh, it's the P meter sure. at the bottom. So oh, when you're ready so, to fly. He, so, Mike, you hold the B button. That's right? the one. And yeah. then you press the direction. You didn't push the button. Oh, which one? 
So Ralph explains oh, sorry. it. No, no, he Ralph only explains Ralph once. Explains it all. No, no, he, he only explains once. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm back, <laughs> bitches. Oh, fuck. It's, like, it's like a bad episode of Shazam. So, so Mike, you hold the B button down, right? Correct. Whenever I want to pee, and, I don't hold any B button down. And then I think you might want to talk to a doctor. You about press this. the direction that you want to go in. I usually face the uh, toilet without letting go of the B usually, button. Usually, uh-huh. right? Yeah. You keep on going, and he increases in speed. And that's once right. he hits yeah, right. the max speed, it dribbles out. If, <laughs> if, if you have, if you have the feather or the how do you say the word? What, what am it's I, a, what a am a I tickling my nuts there, while there I'm trying to raccoon, pee? There is a raccoon here? suit, but yeah. the one okay. he put on was Tanuki. Right, so either of those. If you have that and you hit the P speed, you press the jump button, which is the A button. Correct. By the way, yes. And you can fly up in the air. That's facts. And then in there's just pee everywhere in this bathroom at this point. (laughs) In the in the Super Mario for uh, the Super Nintendo, right? Uh, When you have the cape, you can sort of like do this like sort of bouncy thing, which looked like he was gyrating. A little bit. Yeah. Oh. It was was crazy. He he would go up and down, and he was like gyrating. So he realized after the pee, he had to do number two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've been there. We've all been there. And and that's uh, explanation there. So this has been. Ralph explains it all. I'm never gonna die, bitches. I <laughs> lost total control of uh, the podcast one, right now. One more for you, Mike. Um, <laughs> when they fall in the water, the big eel. That's from Mario 64. Oh, okay, right. Love. Yes. That. Oh, okay, cool. And okay. Mario 64 is a really underrated game. I love that. Underrated? Game. Are you crazy? Underrated. Well, well, crazy? when people talk about their favorite ones, it, it probably doesn't leave the top three. It's like top four, top five. Uh, Koopa, the stained glass peach window. Yes, that's also. I think that was the one from in sixty. Mario. Yeah, in sixty four, okay. when you get closer to it, it turns into Bowser. Yes. Oh wow. Well, I do have a trivia question. All right, from nineteen ninety two through current times, what is the name of the only voice actor to speak for Mario in the video game franchises? Charles Martinet. Ooh, this guy's good. <laughs> he was also good. in the movie. Was he in the movie? Yeah, he, I think he was either his father or one of the guys I, in the. I, I think he was the the grandfather of those. Yeah, the one. It's a yeah, him. That guy. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Nice. Now, um, even though the story was simplistic, um, how were you feeling about them going back to Brooklyn and kind of wrapping it up with them having this big fight in Brooklyn? Or would you have preferred the fight being kept in the Mushroom Kingdom? It was weird, man. Well, it being in Brooklyn? Being no, the Brooklyn? fact that nobody re- re- reacted appropriately. <laughs> I, they just looked out the window literally, like, yep, this is, this is Monday. just said this, that. I'm like, listen, no one's talking about the talking toad-headed mushroom no, this kid is Monday. Or, the, or the gorilla with a tie? That's what happens in Brooklyn, right? Are, are, we, are we not dinosaur? surprised? It's Brooklyn. Come that's on, man. Know, like, that's not the weirdest thing that's ever I, happened no, in Brooklyn. I expect that you to should be go like, to the Heights. You'll see weirder things. I know, right? I expect that the West Village thing, like nobody would notice. But, you know. You think that's what happened? They looked when they're like, not again, like not a, again. Ma, a furry's fighting two dudes outside again, man. Right, those brothers are fighting some big turtle. Brothers, I thought they were gay lovers. <laughs> the ones with the mustaches? No, that's Bert and Ernie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ernie, cut out the fucking shit. <laughs> All Ooh, right. Hey, oh my gosh. All right, but. It, I'm very curious to see what you guys thought. Is there anything else you want to add before we go into talking about renaming and ratings? You played Kid Icarus. That was great. The yeah. Kid Icarus was a great pull. Well, before we do that, I do have one last question. Go. All righty. It's not particularly hard. This is not that much of a challenge. I just figured nice, nice little trivia. So That's full true. of shit, but go ahead. All righty. What are the Koopa Troopas called in Japan? Oh, shit. Oh, wow, he stumped him. Oh, my gosh. Well, he's done well so far. He only missed one. I got confidence in Koopa. You know what the problem is? You got this, too? Is that I try not to appropriate other people's. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't actually know. But you're playing an Italian plumber. And hey, I listen, think you're Dominican, listen, aren't you? Listen, listen. <laughs> I think it starts with a T, but I don't, I don't actually know. All right. The name of the Koopa Troopas in Japan are the Noko Noko. That's true. <laughs> oh, Noko wow. Noko. That's just fun to say. It is. They should have wow. could, kept that. Yeah, I actually like that. Name I will name my firstborn Noko Noko. And then divorced. <laughs> <laughs> also, also that, that that blue shell was cool too. Yes, yeah. but the fact that when they call it blue shell, like he yells out blue shell. I'm like, that's not what they call. It, but okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, now it's a. That's what the player think, calls it. That's I think weird. before we move on, Cap. I think if they wanted to make the movie less um, from A to B, they should have made Bowser win at one point. Maybe when they're doing the Mario Kart, and then they fall into the Jungle Kingdom, and okay. now they have okay. to. 
I, I kind of like that like idea. Get captured by right. the by the the, by the Kong Kongs, clan, and then and then they, and then they end up being on the same team because right. they solve a problem for them or yeah. something. That would have been better. Hire also, this man. Also, Donkey Kong is not Cranky Kong's son. He's well, his now, grandson. Yes. Well, not here. I guess everybody. No, lied. they ruined it. The no, movie sucks. No, grandpa has, grandpa has I'm sex not gonna with his stand, son's daughter. I'm not going to stand for the Donkey Kong Jr. erasure. I'm not here for that. <laughs> Donkey Kong Jr. is the scrappy do of the game okay. world. Just get over it. Whoa. I'm not, I'm not going to be here for that. I want my Stanley and my Donkey Kong Jr. and the little crocodiles to try to eat. And from what I understand, by the way, in the what Donkey Kong Country, was that the first um, after, like, was that the first uh, Donkey Kong based? Game after Donkey Kong? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think they said that's the only time that Mario was actually the uh, antagonist. No, oh, not wow. in Donkey Kong Country. I think it's he, one, he it's was one the antagonist in Donkey Kong 2. Maybe that's what Correct. Because you okay. play as Junior, right. which yeah. is there, there you go. Which is the one they It's one of them. I was like, oh, so he was a yeah, he was quote whipping unquote, him, man. bad guy. Wilding out. He had the whip and everything. Oh, really? Wilding out. Yeah, he's, he's, he's. Wow, I feel oh. some type of way about that right now. White man whipping the gorilla? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do. I'm not, I'm not happy exactly. about it at all. I don't There's like some it. messages I don't in there. like it. No, man. They could erase that. All right, before we get canceled, let's go into renaming the movie. Unless anybody else got anything else to add? Nope. Nope. All right. Renaming the movie. Ralph, go first. Super Mario, my childhood personified. All right. Ooh. I'm going to go with renaming the movie of Super Mario Gasm. That's pretty much what was going on. <laughs> it was kind of like when I went to go see Infinity War and Endgame and when all those things I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what I heard. <laughs> Though not from little kids because that's creepy. Um, <laughs> my, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was that was, it became creepy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Super Mario Brothers. This one doesn't suck. As much. <laughs> oh, wow. That's disrespectful. I know. Uh, Mr. Cooper? Super Princess Peach. Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. So let's finish it off with some ratings. Ratings for Super Mario Brothers. Ralph. I give Super Mario Brothers 10 out of 10 bullet bombers. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Bomber Bill. I, I, I need some references so I can. What did I give Sonic? Oh, oh, man. I have no idea. <laughs> Higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you some time to, to kind of co collect yourself and give yourself some time. I'm going to give um, Super Mario Brothers nine squids in the water that you only saw for two seconds, but fuck you up in Mario Kart out of ten. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Hate them. Hate them. Mike? Um, I, unfortunately, give it a six and a half. Francis the Golden Retriever stole the scene and my heart <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> Seriously, that, that, that was... He, I, I saw the movie with Rob. We walked in with that. I was cracking up. I mean, I, I laughed here and there throughout the movie. I was cracking up in that entire scene with the dog. Leave it to Mike to love the only thing of the movie is just an original character that they created for the movie. And did a good job with it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cooper, you're up. I give the movie eight. Give Luma his own spinoff movie out of ten. Wow. <laughs> Luma was hilarious. Hey, who's Luma? The, the star. little blue star. The psychotic oh, star. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would definitely watch that. Yes. <laughs> I would watch that. It should be hilarious. Finally, the sweet release of death. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, this guy's going through it. <laughs> you fit through the bars. Yeah. <laughs> just I leave. Like he was almost flying out. I'm like, why is he there? You know? He just jumped in. into the lava anytime he wanted to. All right. So there you have it. Super Mario Brothers. It's definitely good for young and for old, but everybody, please don't go anywhere. The Rocket Review is next. Hi everyone, this is The Cap, here with another Rocket Review. Today, I'll be reviewing the Anaplex and Toho production of Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Aibo to the Swordsmith Village. It was released internationally February 18th, 2023 in theaters, came to the US later in March. So this is the second film adaption, which is combining the ending of the Entertainment District arc and the beginning of the Swordsmith Village arc. Now let me say straight up, if you have not seen Demon Slayer the series, do not watch this movie. It ties in directly to the animated show that's on Funimation or wherever you find your um, wherever you find your Demon Slayer. So how was it? Well, to see these characters on a big screen, lots of fun. Definitely fantastic. But here's the bad part. The beginning of the movie, maybe the first 45 minutes are the last two episodes of the Entertainment District. So if you saw it already, it's almost like um, 
you're, you're, you're rewatching something that you can see at home. A little frustrating, but it definitely shows you the beginning of the Swordsmith Village arc, which is kind of cool. Um, lots of action, Tanjiro, Nezuko, and Elske, all these guys are there. A lot of fun, definitely fun to watch it on a big screen. Not sure if I'd want to pay $20 to go to a movie theater and see it. Plus, one thing I'll say, if you are bringing a little one to the theater, definitely don't have them watch Demon Slayer because even though there's a lot of morals, it's heavy in violence. Plus, it's kind of hard to describe where one of the protagonists has three wives. Definitely not a conversation that is fun. I'm going to give this movie six and a half demons burning down the village out of ten. If you know, you know. So that's my rocket review, and now Geeks on the Go. Geeks on the Go. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> the first one I've actually heard Ralph do in God knows how many episodes. It's just because you got to clean your ears, man. I've seen the wax in there, and you could like like 20 million condoms with that thing. Wow, you were just mean to me when company's around. You're like Mike right now. No, no, I'm mean to you when company's not around as well. All right, cool. Man, and I'm never mean <laughs> to anybody. You are an angel amongst angels. I really am. Yes. I'm just happy to be here. The, the devil was an angel. Yes, he was. I'm just saying. Exactly. <laughs> hey. All right, so you guys know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we make it under a minute most of the time. But being we got a visitor, these motherfuckers are going to probably show off. What? To. It's just what another are you person. About? No. <laughs> it's another person. What do you think is going to happen? What? I think we're not going to get it under you one minute. You're going to add 10 people and it's going to take us less time? Yes. I would never be nothing more than me. That That's very scary. Yeah. <laughs> <Antelic>. <laughs> Ready, set, go. What was your favorite video game of all time? Mike. Eh, Galaga. It's my soft spot. It's childhood. Ah, Ralph. This might be controversial, but infamous. It's the only reason why I bought a PS4. Oh, wow. Okay. Ivan. Uh, Super Metroid. Oh, wow. Okay. Out of all of the Super Mario power-ups, which would you want in real life? Ralph. That's super easy. The gold flower. Because then I'd just be burning people alive and they'll be giving me coins. <laughs> all right. Mr. Koopa. I would like the frog suit so I could swim better. All right. Mike. Cannon box. Then I'm going to work. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last question. If Jonathan Majors is removed from future Marvel movies, use one word to describe Marvel's solution. Ralph. That's super easy. It's the easiest word in the book. Say it. Recast. All right. Mike. Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Koopa. Boyega. Ah, oh, and we still got it under a minute. You look so disgusted. I contest this. <laughs> Most of the time. I, I don't know. It was less than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so you, you thought you had me this time, right? No, no, no. I, I just—he sounds as angry as at that time he found out that he was the father. <laughs> oh man, I'm still paying off that child support. <laughs> Crazy child support. I, I should have gave that dissertation on Super Metroid. <laughs> I'm sorry, Russ. Hey, well, <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> he paid you off. All right, great. All right, shout outs, gentlemen. Do we have any shout outs? Ralph, Mike, Cooper. Um, I would like to shout out. We don't want to shout out. Is that one person? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. You guys. Amazing. We're Great. one person? Yes. We're a Unimine? We're Voltron. Exactly. In one trench coat. We're not? <laughs> We're trench coat. <laughs> this has been the creepiest since episode 69. <laughs> so who was here? 69. A really, really tall gentleman with six arms and a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> walk, walk in the room. Where is Spider-Man? <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. I'm gonna shout out Mr. Cooper because he finally oh. came here. It's good to see you in person and but not man. behind a computer screen. Hey, it happens, man. I know that only fan page it just doesn't feel so hey, personal. Listen, sometimes you gotta fold them socks. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cooper, any shout outs for you? Yes, it's always the same. Uh hipster Tom. Yeah, hey, Mr. Tom. I, I would also you? like to, you know, shout out Jay. And yeah. the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Let's go Lakers. Yeah. You know, we're doing big stuff. Cap, King you James. guys, thank you for having me. No doubt. Right. Oh, yeah. Always. That's right. Um, I'll give out the usual shout outs. Of course, Jay's in the house. Jay's actually sitting here with us, kind of like, you know, you. chilling, hanging out, eating some pizza, even though it's, you know. Um, but of course, I'm going to give the other usual shout outs. Obviously, um, MS for Marvel, South Carolina. 
um, Lady J, shout out to Lady J, I miss you, boo. Um, um, who else? Um, Johannes, um, Big Johannes? Daddy Kev. Good. Big Daddy Kev, who is funny, he's like, you didn't invite me to the podcast. I'm like, you're going to really talk about Super Mario stuff? Well, maybe. Nah, we don't do maybes, bro. <laughs> Troy. <laughs> Shout out to Troy, who was here for two weeks, you know, getting ready to, you know, you know, come back to New York. I love it. All I right. It. Yeah. Um, you can never escape this city. It always pulls you right back in. Pulls your money back in. That's what it does for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I won't say that. I'm not going to say that on the podcast. But um, You just did. So but, <laughs> All I'll say is um, definitely shout out to uh, Mr. Cooper for joining us. Thank you, because you could have easily been like, eh, I'll have somebody else take that one. Yeah, he would have been shot, though. <laughs> wow. Oh, dang. Yeah. Is it because we're in the Bronx? Uh, well, that would have helped a little bit more. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it would have made it easier to just to get rid of the body. It just means that nobody would have looked for me. That's true. <laughs> and also shout out to a uh, shout out to Mr. Cooper's parking, because it's hard to find parking in my neighborhood. But we did it. We but did we it. Did it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anything else before I say adieu? Uh, is, is that goodbye? That is in French. Oh, I'm sorry, I failed French. Yeah, you, you failed a lot of things, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, all right. I guess that's my cue. So for RT Squared, Ralph the Tech, and Mike, also known as MSG, and our special guest, Mr. Cooper. I do. You <laughs> I said it. This is the cap saying, keep it geeky, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.